Hey guys, this is Kyle from the Chisapod. Today, we speak to former Idols winner Paxton about her music career, dropping out of school, and releasing a Janos track for December. is filled with flavor. But you know that or who secured the latest bag. Or just who's dripping with sauce. And who's adding the spice. Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot. Absolute pleasure to speak to you again and to see you again. Yeah, it's nice seeing you. Yeah, tell us a little bit the last couple of months, two, three months. What have you been up to? The last couple of months have been crazy. I've been trying to also find my sound, trying to find myself. You know, that journey is super important. Self-care is always very important to me. So I took some time out just to, you know, get my head in the right space. I've been working on singles with different producers, which I'm really looking forward to releasing. We just released one now, Dr. Moruti. That one's called No Distractions that I released on Friday. So yeah, I've been working on a lot of exciting things, also in the means of securing an international deal. So yeah, things are going good for me. Things are going really, really cool. good. So that's about No Distractions, because I understand the sound is a bit different to what yeah. we've, we've heard from Paxton before. No distractions is, I wanted to go for something different. You know, I've always wanted to be a diverse artist. I don't like being boxed or categorized or whatever. But there's always elements of pop in my song. So I actually don't know what genre this is because it's, it's faster than I'm a piano and it's slower than ours. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a mix of everything. But um, it was so, so exciting to be working with Dr. Moruti. He produced Ladies of Mars Collide. He worked with Black Motion. You know, he's an award-winning producer. And, and when we were speaking, he said he's always behind the scenes. And I was like, well, you need the recognition, you know? And that's why I, everywhere I post, I'm always tagging him. I mean, he's so amazing. Literally went to Soshanguve, that's where he stays. For four consecutive days, we've been driving back and forth to Soshanguve to go and record. Because I wanted to record in his space where he feels most creative, you know? And um, that was exciting. We did this track, it was so organic because we started from scratch. Played him a few references and we just played around. And he said he wants me to be there and wants me to be present and part of the process. And I really appreciated that of him, you know. I like working with people like that. And that's what it was like with my debut album, This Is Me, as well. You know, I wanted to be involved in every aspect. And the song I actually... some rap in that one. Oh, goodness, yeah, about that. <laughs> and um, I, I wrote this one myself as well. And for that type of genre... Um, you know, it, uh, you usually get like a, a house love story and this isn't a typical house love story. And I wanted to speak about something that people can also relate to. And that it's a very broad topic, you know. It's, you, can, you can speak about it, you know, in your workplace, you don't want any distractions. In your love life, you don't want any distractions. In your career, uh, any, any, like just basically having no distractions and having no one waste your time. And, you know, basically saying if the same energy is not being reciprocated, then you don't matter. If you don't contribute to my life, you don't matter. You know, if you don't contribute to my peace, you don't matter. And um, I think I got to that space where 
protecting my peace is most important. And that's something I wanted to project into the world and write about. And yeah. You've been thrown into the spotlight on Idols, they say. Yeah. And then suddenly, you know, you live the life of a celebrity where everyone wants to know everything that's happening with you, like 24 7. Yeah. And then you get, uh, if I remember correctly, last year there was a little bit of bullying that was involved. Mm. How do you protect yourself? How do you almost tell the world, look, I understand that I'm supposed to be a public figure and I'm yeah. supposed to give you a side of that, but they, honestly, I want to keep my things private. You know, I guess it's just, you know, you share what you want the world to know about you. You know, I'm very careful with what I share because I still want a part of my life to be private. I mean, my whole life is public. So if there are certain aspects I can keep private, I will do my utmost best to do so. And um, I guess it just comes with a, with, a, with a life, you know, it comes with fame. Your life is always out there. And um, I'm very open with what I share with my supporters. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say I'm having a bad day or, you know, things are not really good on my side. Because I want them to get to know the real me. I want them to be part of the journey. Part of my journey as an individual, part of my journey as an artist. It's very, very important to have that connection without necessarily having to see each other, you know, so they get to know me as well on a personal level. And um, protecting my peace starts with a very good support structure. My family, my friends, I really protect, you know, my family and friends as well. Um, try not to get them involved too much because I know my life is so crazy and I don't think they'll be able to handle it. And I also don't want to put too much on their plate as well, you know. My work is my work and when I need time to just calm down and relax and, you know, they keep me grounded. And also the people at my church, my faith, I pray a lot, you know, it keeps me sane, you know, because I know that I leave everything in God's hands. In every aspect of my life, I leave everything in God's hands because it's no use trying to take control of something that's not in your control, you know. You know, if you're not in a good space individually, you're not going to be in a good space in your music. So, you know, what, who you are as an individual reflects who you will be as an artist. So that's very important to me because I always say, you know, a lot of people like Beyonce has Sasha Fierce, you know, a lot of people have alter egos. For me, my career is my life. Music is my life. You know, it affects every aspect of my life. And I don't have an alter ego because I am me throughout everything. And I want to grow as me in my music as well. So it's been it's been quite a journey, and you know there's still a lot of growing to do. But I, I at least I'm growing. You know that's that's the most important thing for me right now is growth. We saw that uh, the new idols essay was, yeah. when it was announced last night. Oh really yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I was at the take finale. You back to, yeah, yeah. Well, take us back to your own experience on that if you can reflect back on it hmm. what were some of the emotions what were some of the feelings <laughs> what were some of your hopes um you know i told myself that if i win or lose my journey is going to stay the same my goals are going to stay the same nothing's going to stop me you know i mean i got that father gave me very big platform opened so many doors for me so if i didn't win i think i still would have pursued music and i still would have been where i am today um but I think I definitely did not expect to win. Like, I definitely didn't. I was like, whatever happens, happens. I was just trying to stay calm. But when they announced my name, I was literally in shock. I think it only kicked in later last year when, when I was so busy. And I was like, yo, is this actually my life? Like, this is so crazy. It's so crazy. How does life change when you're an idol? Drastically, especially when you haven't been doing music. I mean, I was at school. You know, I did music as a subject, 
I was very, like I was very to myself. I didn't really want to perform for people. I would do covers just to get my voice out there and, you know, get my name out there. But that's as far as it went, you know, as far as it just didn't go beyond that camera. And um, it was a huge change for me. And I think Idols has definitely helped me grow as an artist and as a performer. And I'm still growing, you know, I still get nervous with performances and stuff like that all the time, whether it's five people, whether it's a thousand people. Um, but Idols has really, it has shaped me as an artist, has helped shape me as an artist was one of the aspects. And, but it also, uh, my personal life has also changed drastically. I mean, my day-to-day -day isn't my day-to-day -day anymore. You know, things are crazy. Things are super crazy. Well, we saw Yanga having to drop out of school mm. after six months because she was like, guys, I've been trying. Yeah. I'm trying to keep up with everything, but it just gets like too much. Especially when you're in high demand. It's so crazy. And that's why I decided to finish my debut album first, focus on my music, see where it goes and then try the schooling because I knew it was going to be too hectic and I want to be able to put my focus on my music so I can get the best music out there and get the best of myself and produce really good music um, and then try the schooling thing. And trust me, I've tried. I've done tutoring. I've done, I actually started uh, late last year. I tried the tutoring. I tried going to classes and Literally, it did not work out. I would get a call and be like, listen, you actually have to be there for that interview. Can you leave class early? And, and, and the teachers were so accommodating, but also it really, it really affected my work. So I was like, I need to take a break and, and really ride the wave while it's still there. You know, these are opportunities that are never going to come again. Mm -hmm. And I mean, school is always something that I, obviously education is very important to me, um, but school is always something that I can finish whenever, you know. It is important to me to try and finish it, but right now I need to focus on my music. We see a lot of idols, former contestants, not necessarily winners, but also contestants, mm. struggle a little bit for gigs after the competition. A lot of them say that they cry exploitation. What are your thoughts on some of the difficulties um, that artists face, having come from a platform where you're pretty much in the public spotlight every single week, yeah. and then in demand, and then suddenly you become just another number in the, in the music industry. It really humbles you. I'm not even going to lie. It really, really humbles you. But I think it's up to you as an individual and as an artist, like what your plan is. And even if there's no direction, at least have, you know, a goal. At least have a vision. And, and that will really help your team as well. I mean, they give us a, a recording contract, manager, and they genuinely want to do the best for you. And it's it's how you, what you make of it, and it's how you work with your team and, you know, the synergy. And um, so far, I've, I think me and my team, we've done amazing. We know, you know, we have meetings every six months, discuss a strategy, and that strategy, you know, gets um, implemented. And I think it's just... one of the strategies. Hey, no, it wasn't. Hey, I'm not even going to... I'm not, I'm not going to... It was not part of the strategy. But that collab was always in the works, and... And I really wanted to do it. So I think it's just, it depends on you as the artist, what you're going to do after that. I mean, Idols has given you the platform and now it's what you make of it, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about this international deal that you're chasing at the moment. What's the progress on it? So I went to LA for Music Expo earlier in the year. And, you know, it's also good for networking with some amazing and influential people globally. And they were really interested in me. And I was very surprised that they were very interested in me. 
Um, but you know, I think Africa, South Africa specifically, also is hitting the international waves right now. You know, everyone's looking out for the sounds and you know for the artists because we just have that thing. We have that authenticity thing that everyone wants. You know, and I think this deal couldn't have come at a better time. Um, so is it signed, sealed, and delivered? Not yet. Okay, we're right. still in, we're still in the works, but okay. I, I don't want to say too much until sure. it's actually you know a done deal. But you're excited about it. I'm very excited. I'm very very excited. Where will it, if you can? Where will it be putting you? Will it be putting you in the states, in Europe? So they based in Europe, okay. in the UK, and they based in America, in the states. So um, I'm gonna have, have a to relocate. If I have to, I will. There's nothing holding me back. But um, I know Cape Town will always be my home. I don't think I'll stay there permanently. But to go up there to work on projects, you know, meet your producers, meetings and stuff like that, you know, I wouldn't mind. I mean, it's part of the job. And also, they'll be exposing me to a whole new audience, which is amazing. And I'm so ready for that. <laughs> Tell us about the Yanos. You said that there's more tracks coming, or the old Yanos tracks. No, definitely not. Uh, as I said, I want to be diverse. I'm yes. trying new sounds and I'm working with very different producers. And also, it, it's it's a challenge for me, but it brings out the best in me. It brings out sides of me that I didn't know I had when it comes to music. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely some genres I thought I couldn't pull off and I did, you know. So, it's 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 a learning curve for me, definitely. You talked about a bit about strategy. Mm. What do you... Let us in on your mind there just for a few seconds. What do you see in the next year or two? Honestly, I can't tell you what I see in the next year or two. But what I can say is that I'll be doing what I am doing right now, but at a bigger scale, on a bigger scale, globally. And working with local artists? Definitely. Like oh, my word. Firstly, African artists in general. I am looking at working with a lot of them. I think Put Davido. Davido is amazing. Um, maybe. <laughs> Uh, Black Coffee because he's got an international crowd as well um, and he just seems to understand artists, you know. Um, I definitely want to work with something Soweto. I think he's got something special and I really like his voice. He is an amazing singer um, and amazing writer as well. Um, and yeah, there's so many. But those are the ones I'm looking at right now. And the international collabs? I mean, the obvious ones would be Beyonce and Adele, but is there any of those like maybe I don't want to say smaller artists because there's no such thing. Yeah. Like one of those maybe niche artists that stand. I think her is amazing. She's a really good artist. Obviously, my dream collab would be Rihanna because like she's my music icon. I would probably faint if she had contacted me. I mean, I I saw she I saw an article she was bringing in a Mascandi artist from Africa.